Staying in those uh, Rio Commonwealth Games, double medalist added to a T37 gold medal in the 100 meter dash, also won in the 400 meter event. Charles de Toy now joins us on the line. Thanks for joining us, Charles, and congratulations to you. Thank you very much. Really an honour to have you today. Sorry, uh, did I say Commonwealth? Sorry, Rio Paralympic Games. Sorry, I was just... Suddenly we got the Rio Commonwealth Games. Charles <laughs> going, wait a minute, I wasn't there. Charles, what does a month like Disability Month mean to athletes like you? I think, yeah, we have the opportunity to create some awareness for the people around us. Because just remember, there's a lot of you know, people around there, and I think it's our responsibility to inspire them as well. Mm. And I think, yeah, we have the responsibility to get the word out there and that we're proud to be disabled and that there's a lot of opportunities for people with disabilities out there. I mean, obviously, you're an inspiration for everybody. And when I watch the, the Paralympic Games, I always sit back and go, well, I'm just sitting on my couch being fat. And I look at you guys and think, like, why can't I go out and do it? It's one of the things we have here. What gets you up every single morning? Yeah, I think you need to find the reason why you do your sport. And I just love what I do. And I think it's really a privilege to be a part of this Paralympic family. And, yeah, like I said, if you can be an inspiration to one person out there, then you should do it. And like I said, I really, really love what I do. You do. You're one of the few people that when you cross the finish line are really, really happy. <laughs> yeah, so I think I'm really thankful for the way that it turned out. And my team really helped me in the last four years. And I think without them, I wouldn't have been there. And without the grace of God, I wouldn't have been able to run with such joy. Mm. Let's talk about your disability. What is, what is plaguing you? Yeah, so I have cerebral palsy and I'm a heritage um, cerebral palsy athlete and it means that one part of my body isn't as well developed as the other parts. So for instance, my right arm is a bit shorter than my left and my calf width differs quite a lot and I have a lot of coordination problems when I run and I would say, yeah, spasticity also plays a role in when you get tired, it's really, it's, yeah, it's become difficult to keep your stride being equal. Sure. Why why athletics then, Charles? I mean, for for everybody out there going like, of all the things you could have done, you do something physical. Yeah, so I come from an athletics mad family. My dad's been coaching for about 40 years now, and huh. my mom was an ex-provincial athlete as well. And in the house, yeah, athletics played a huge part in our life. Thought I was going to be the next job college, <laughs> but that didn't happen. But yeah, at the age of 17, I decided to give athletics a go, and yeah, no regrets. I enjoy every second of my athletics. Double gold medalist, that's not too bad, hey? <laughs> no, uh, yeah, like I so said, I'm very thankful what yeah, turned out in the last year. Let's talk about that day. You, you say that you weren't feeling good, you had chest issues when you woke up. Yeah, it was the morning of the 400 meters, and I didn't feel too well. I woke up about half past four, sure. and yeah, I saw that our doctor, Karlekita, was online, and I messaged her, and yeah, it was about five minutes later, and then she was downstairs in the medical room, and she sorted me out very quick, and I could do what I love and go run the 400 without any worries. Which, is, which do you prefer, 100 or 400? No, definitely 400. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I think, yeah, that's, I've started out as an 800 meter athlete, and the last four years, the 400 has been our main focus. Mm -hmm. And I think you have to show a lot of guts while you run a 400, and I love the challenge. The 100 is something that I, well, I'm quite new to over the last two to three years, I would say. 
And the poor is just something we've been training for, for four years now, and I think that event really close to my heart. Have you met Wade for Nikak? Yes, I have met Wade for Nikak, and no, we were on a training camp together in Jamona and in about June, July. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was quite nice to um, speak to him and Akane and Enrico and Rushwell. And they're really nice people. And it was an honor to be a part of um, their journey as well when we were in Jamona. When Do you run the same way he does? Doesn't he, he, he did a, a negative spot <laughs> in, the, in the 400. Is that kind of what you're aiming for as well? <laughs> like I think each athlete is unique, eh? <laughs> and you have to respect the 400. Mm-hmm. And I would say, yeah, each one has their own technique and how they run the 400. But I think the similarities is both of us enjoy our running, and we know where our strength comes from. And lucky enough that both of both of us have wonderful coaches behind us. You're much thinner than he is, I would say. I don't want to use the word skinny, <laughs> uh, but but you you don't quite have that sprinter's physique. Yet. No, like when I tell people that I lose 100, they don't actually believe me. They think I'm more one five at least, two yeah. thousand meter at least. But oh, yeah, you know, at the end of the day, yeah, I just enjoy what I do, and the physique doesn't actually matter. <laughs> if, if you can get the fastest fast line, that's what matters. <laughs> uh, let's talk about cerebral palsy. Can you just explain what that is quickly? Yeah, I think there's a lot of different types of cerebral palsy, but like I said, the Specific circles that I have is where my one part of my body isn't as well developed as the other part. So my right side of my body is affected, and it means that my arm length differs with about four centimeters, and my leg differs with about two centimeters, and the width of my calf, like I said, is quite um, big. And I think while I run, the specific to play the huge part, and I try to run with, I would call it rhythm, Mm. so that I can, you know, feel my running, because if I stress a lot, I used to tense up, and that makes it quite difficult to run with a good posture. And you were born with this? I was born, yeah. I was born six extreme mature because my umbilical cord around my neck, and due to the lack of oxygen, I got palsy. Okay. And, and you, you said you've been a, a sporting family. Have you got siblings? Yes, I have a brother and sister, much older than I am. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we all, my brother was a good 800 meter athlete on his day, and my sister used to swim a bit. How old are you now, Shal? I'm 23. Only 23. You've got your three, you've got your two medals. Are you going to wrap it up, Sarah? And I'm done. Thank you very much. <laughs> I thought about it. And, <laughs> yeah, I have a huge passion for teaching, and I want to go through teaching practice, but yeah, I think it would be a disgrace if I hang up my spikes now. Uh. I think I have a lot to offer this country still, and I really want to be a role model for the young athletes coming in and be a mentor to them. Mm. It, I mean, if you're only 23 years old, you've got, what, two more Olympics ahead of you? <laughs> I wouldn't say two. Uh, let's try and make it to the next one, see if my body holds up, mm. and then we'll take it from there. <laughs> Talk us through the life of a Paralympian. What do you do now? Do you, is, it, is it Christmas pies and cakes? Unfortunately not. Training started about three weeks ago. I had my end exams to finish off. And, yeah, so studies was very important after Rio as well. Mm. But now it's back to training and we're back to building a base. And, yeah, things are going quite well. What is building a base? You're going to be running miles and miles. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, this morning I did a park run. <laughs> oh, and, yeah, like we do some different things in the gym in our winter season and well, we do a lot of a bit longer stuff and we focus on like I said rhythm and posture work and coordination 
And yeah, I think I'm privileged enough to be a part of a wonderful training group and have a wonderful support team to help us through these times. Let's talk about that support. And then, I don't know how much have you heard of it uh, with, with Hilton Langer, who have been before that. He mentioned his wife a lot. He mentioned his coach. Uh, who who mm-hmm. helps you through every single day? Yeah, no, I think it's definitely my coach and my teammates who I look up to. And then we have a wonderful German conditioning coach in Sean Thurman, a physio in Tanya Green. And I would say my friends, and especially my flatmates as well, they help me a lot. And yeah, they prepare meals for me after mm-hmm. my training sessions. And it's, uh, I'm quite spoiled to have such amazing <laughs> flatmates. <laughs> Joys of being a professional athlete. <laughs> it helps. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to be when you grow up? You said you're studying. So what are you studying now? Yeah, I'm busy with my honours in educational management, so I'm looking forward to going into teaching one day. And yeah, I want to help kids to reach their full potential one day. Will you go into uh, disability teaching? Unfortunately, I haven't studied to be a part of the disability structure in teaching. I think special needs children need teachers that are qualified right. to help them. I don't think any teacher should go into a special needs school and help those kids, I think they have to be qualified to help them so that they have the fair opportunity of reaching their full potential. Okay, and but you're not giving up on Olympic Games yet, eh? No, I think I'll definitely go to Tokyo. Okay. That's the next plan, if my body holds it. <laughs> It's, uh, is that something that hangs over your head, uh, Charles, or is it just, that's just life and get on with it? No, I think I have had a lot of injuries in the past, but I didn't let that stop me. I think you have to be realistic, and if you have a fear of injuries, that's going to hold you back. So you definitely need to take each day as it comes and look at the positive. Like I said, um, you get up each day and just enjoy your running or sports that you do, and but the rest sort out itself. Sounds so easy, but to go for a run like I am, Charles. Oh, <laughs> I have no excuse, though. <laughs> I mean, my legs are the same length and my arms are the same length, so I don't know what my excuse is. Thank no, you. For... You definitely enjoy it before you go out. Ah, good point. Find something you enjoy, I guess. That's the important thing. No, definitely. Charles yeah. Detoy, you're an inspiration. Thanks very much for joining us. Anytime. Have a great day. Thanks, guys. Double gold medalist at the recent Rio Paralympic Games. Charles Detoy joining us in Sports Special.